Hello ladies and welcome back to Ordinary Things Extraordinary Love. My name is Jennifer and you may know me as Bibles and Boots. Ordinary Things Extraordinary Love is a podcast aimed at helping women cultivate prayer lives. I want to invite you this Christmas season to join me as we unwrap some amazing episodes from the vault. As we switched platforms, I didn't want to lose sight of some awesome interviews we have with ladies who are full of inspiration and insight into the kingdom of God. Join us by listening to each of these episodes with your Bible, journal, pen and highlighter, and a cozy drink. And even if you've heard some of these interviews before, I want to invite you to stay tuned and join us anyway, because before and after each episode, I'm going to offer a little bit more to the experience, more that you can take into your personal prayer lives and experience this Christmas season possibly like never before. I hope this season is full of prayer opportunities for you, and I hope that you come to know Christmas a little deeper and a little bit more special this year with us. When you're ready, unpause this and let's dive into an awesome interview together. Welcome back. I hope you've been enjoying these interviews. These recaps that you may have even heard before, but hearing again for the second time can just offer another moment of grace. What a gift it is to be able to walk with you, to be able to pray with you, and to be able to invite you into a deeper relationship with the Lord by sharing with you some ways that other women love and serve Him in their day-to-day lives. What a gift that we can come to know, love, and serve God in a variety of ways, and yet with such depth That when we hear other ways that women pray, new ways that we might not have thought before, might not have tried before, what a beautiful thing that we can now be given an opportunity to try something new. Some of these things you hear other women say may blow your mind, and it might not be a good fit for you. Some people live big, some people live small, and some of us just live somewhere in the middle. Today I'm going to be joined by my guest, Allie Hoffman, who lives big with a radical trust in the Lord, dependence on the Holy Spirit. She is in tune with where God is leading her because of her daily prayer. We're going to hear from Allie Hoffman some of the amazing things she's done and some of the inspirations God has recently placed on her heart to do as she moves forward with him. Today, I want to invite you for a moment with me to open up your Bibles We are going to read Romans chapter 5, verse 5 together. A short verse to just remind us of the beauty of the Holy Spirit, the gift that he is in our life, and how we can call upon him daily in hope and in trust. Romans 5, verse 5 reads, And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Ladies, the Holy Spirit has been given to you. He is a gift. Unwrap that gift every morning as you wake up and every night as you fall asleep. Because Allie Hoffman has unwrapped this gift in her daily life, the Lord has invited her to do good things, to shape hearts, to lead people home to Him. How has the Lord poured the Holy Spirit into your heart? What hope do you have in the Lord, the promise keeper, the God who is good? 
sometimes, and it says here that hope does not put us to shame. Sometimes, ladies, if I'm honest with myself, I doubt. I don't doubt that God is good. I don't doubt that he's going to do radical things in my life. But what I do doubt is that I fully trust him. That if I hope hard enough, maybe it's not what he wanted and maybe it's not in my best interest. And so wasted hope might hurt me in the long run. But ladies, it says here that hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, right? So that if I hope, because I hope in him, if I trust, it is nested because I trust in him. And if I hope and if I trust in the God, the creator, the universe, the lover of my soul, then good things will happen. And maybe not even the things I expected. But God is going to do something beautiful through me, if I hope. Awesome, Allie. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm doing very well here in Dallas, Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's good over here in Michigan, too. The sun's shining. My plants are starting to grow, so I can't complain. Good. Good. (laughs) You know, recently, I'm about to move into a house, and I all of a sudden have an urge to become a plant mom and, like, to (laughs) grow my own, like, herbs. I mean, my mom is a landscaper, so I guess it's in my blood, but not really. So I'm, like, having this urge to, like, yeah, (laughs) to suddenly be a plant mom. So I'll let you know how that goes. Yes, please do. (laughs) Mine are yeah. struggling, girl. It's a struggle. I thought maybe if I just planted and watered, then the Lord would take care of the rest. But uh, exactly, He's taking His that's time. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I don't know. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Is that it is not for the faint of heart, and that it takes like dedicated work. So I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, but. I'm excited to start my journey of plant. The mom. best part is when your spinach grows and then you get a heat wave and it all dies and your heart dies a little bit too. And you're like, <laughs> I thought I could do this and maybe I Talk can. about detachment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my salad. Yeah. Dang it. Oh man. <laughs> One day though. Now you realize that like all, like you're an adult because you care about like your spinach dying. Whereas <laughs> like when you're a kid, you're like, well, what does that even mean? I don't even know. So you're officially an adult. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to adulthood, right? <laughs> yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Well, Ellie, I'm so excited to have you on. Um, it's crazy because I have this like dual concept of who you are, right? Like I see you <laughs> on the internet and I fangirl a little and I talk about you to people because you do this beautiful artwork and stuff. And then in the back of my mind, I have to remind myself that I actually have met you in person and you're a real human being who I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's hard to separate sometimes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's so hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, Allie, if you don't mind, um, I know you through Net. I don't know you very well, if we're honest, right? We might have talked a couple times, and then throughout um, your ministry of Oodles and Doodles, I know I've checked in every once in a while. Um, but yeah. I would love if you would share just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Allie Hoffman, and I live in Dallas, Texas. I just turned 30, so <laughs> I'm in my in my 30s, 30, flirty, and thriving. Um, there you go. Yeah, I just, I really, 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 really love Jesus a lot. Um, for the, I mean, for since I was a little girl. I remember being five years old and, like, 
the concept of like loving Jesus is just very present in my life. So I'm just one of those girls that I've loved Jesus all my life. Um, of course, through that has been like <laughs> doubts and, and, you know, low points. I'm not a saint, but um, yeah, I've loved Jesus a lot. So how I kind of use my gifts and talents for him, I, I'm a youth minister. Um, so I work with youth um, in middle school and high school and really just walk alongside them to be disciples and apprentices of Jesus um, work for a Catholic church. And then I also, like you said, I do, um, an online ministry. It's really, it's turned into a ministry. When I started it, that was like, not what my plan was, but, um, I do hand lettering. I call them doodles. I doodle (laughs) hand lettering and like faux calligraphy, modern calligraphy, whatever you want to call it, hand lettering, um, (laughs) that are just like a reflection of my prayer and where I'm at with my relationship with Jesus. And I've, been doing that for five years now, which is wow. so crazy. Blows my mind. I know, like it. It's really, really crazy um, to see how far the Lord's taken it. So um, that's what I do. I love my family. Um, I love my people. Love my community and living it up. And I love Jesus. That's basically who I am. And I love donuts. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Couldn't leave that one out. Yeah, that's all you need to know, people. <laughs> Jesus and donuts. There we go. Jesus and donuts. Actually, next year, my 31st birthday, my birthday falls on National Donut Day. So it's like the stars are aligning where it's <laughs> going to be the best day ever. So I'm planning now on how I'm going to celebrate. And it's going to be amazing. Beautiful. I'm excited to see what that turns yes. out to be through the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get ready. Yeah. I'm yes, I bet. I bet it's very exciting and something to look forward to for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's so crazy. I didn't realize that you've been doing it for five years. I remember when you started and you were just kind of like, this is my new year's resolution to myself. Yeah. And then it really took off. And it's funny when people talk about it, or I've seen it through like people I know posting something or sharing something, you know, it's just weird again to like, be like, Oh yeah, I know her. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, it's weird for me too. <laughs> Yeah. And then, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Right. And you say five years for that, which is crazy to me because that reminds me that it's been about 10 years since we served on ministries together. Right. That makes me insane. That's so weird. Isn't that insane? Yeah. When I, so I, that was my second year of net when um, we both served. And so my first year was 2008, 2009. And so, um, that 10 year anniversary, I help out staff music training for net ministries every August. And so when it was a 10 year, you know, little 18 year olds are coming to net. I'm like, wow, my first year was 10 years. Like, I feel like a mother and like, you're my child now. (laughs) Like it was big wake up call on how fast time goes for sure. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. 2008. And I remember thinking yeah. when you were on the road the second year, I guess you were on the road, but like when you were on net the second year, I remember thinking how crazy it was because you were doing a non-consecutive year, which was not the most common necessarily, <laughs> and really just a random radical thing to do in general. And then I actually served a non-consecutive year as Ooh. well a few years later. So I got you, girl. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You know, it's so funny. I think I was the only one on our year two that was a non-consecutive second year because, you know, they do like a second year meeting just to be like, because most people are, it's their consecutive year. So really, okay, this is going to be different than your first year and all that. And um, I think I always knew, like, I always knew I was going to do a second year, but the way like, 
you can look in hindsight how the Lord really speaks in my life is that whatever is like a big decision just seems like the natural next step. So all the big decisions in my life have seemed like the very natural. Oh no, this is what I'm going to do. So yeah, second year was like, of course, when we get to WAPO, which is for people who don't know, like for Net Ministries training, you do, you go to a camp in Wisconsin and you kind of do um, like a personal retreat with all the netters before you even start training on how to do, how to be a netter. And so at that camp, like you just, you don't get a lot of sleep. Like you don't, like, it's really fun, but I, I just forgot like, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Like just the hardships that net comes with, even though it's an amazing year, but yeah, yeah, it was one of those of, oh, here we go. Okay. Giddy up. Let's go word, <laughs> Grace. So yeah. For sure. Definitely not the easiest life choice you'll ever make. Yes. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> But it's good and it's beautiful. And yeah, I'm definitely encouraged by that ministry continuing on and their efforts, especially during this time of the pandemic season that we're in and just, you know, seeing how they're responding to that and how they did respond to that. And um, Mm -hmm. I know it'll be weird. It's got to be weird for them. I can imagine. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So this year, um, actually, just mentioning the pandemic, um, this year before the pandemic, um, the Lord placed it on my heart to do the theme of home. <laughs> so here we are. Mm. And um, I was wondering, Allie, what does home life look f- like for you? What is a daily life in the life of Allie Hoffman look like? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Like during pandemic or pre-pandemic? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I guess I'll just speak to my home life now and how it shifted. So when I, when I did, when I finished, you know, Ned, I finished going to university and graduating from college. And then I um, moved back home in with my parents and um, I've been living with my parents ever since. So actually I'm just about to move into a house, but um, yeah, a growing, like I've lived with my parents and able to save a lot of money and, and I'm very, very close with my parents. So it's not like a weird. I don't know. I love my parents a lot. So basically a day in the life, especially right now. Um, I remember when the pandemic first started, I made a list of like, okay, quarantine is happening. These are all the things that I'm going to get done. I'm going to be super productive. I'm going to go above and beyond. Like when's the next time we're going to have this dedicated space. And then my anxiety (laughs) and my stress just kind of skyrocketed and then the comparison game and the, oh my gosh, I'm behind on my quarantine life. And like, like, what does that even mean? You know? Um, so I basically a day in life is I pray every day. Um, I take, um, just dedicated time. Um, or that's 30 minutes, an hour, however long that I have. And, and right now I'll just say, I'm speaking to my own state of life where I'm single. I don't have kids. I'm not married. So I realize that my day in the life is going to look very different than people yeah. in different life situations. Right. For sure. Um, but yeah, I, I try to pray every day, um, to kind of just, I've really like taken upon myself to ask the Holy spirit, like, what do you want me to get done for today? Um, and to let him guide me. And then it's just a lot of, since I work for a church and we're all at home because we're not meeting obviously in person. Um, it's just a lot of staying connected, um, with my people, staying connected with my community, um, and just trying to be present with my, with where I'm at. And it's funny, my mom, she is an, a quote unquote essential worker. So she owns (laughs) her own landscaping business. Um, and so she's able to still continue work. So she's out of the house. And then my dad 
he's always worked from home. He's been an entrepreneur all of his life. So, um, just kind of like shit, like he owns his own business. So just sharing, uh, the house and stuff with him. So just a lot of communication. I try to take like, um, what's the word? Just try to be very lenient on myself and not try to force myself into looking like my quarantine looking a certain way because I think that's when my stress, yeah, I think anyone's stress and anxiety goes up. So if I want to take a nap, I'm going to take a nap (laughs) or if I want to, you know, I think one, one, one thing that this pandemic is really just uncovering in the world is just how busy people are and how full we, we make our lives. Right. Um, and so taking the time to literally when it was like heavy quarantine, now that things are being opening, not as much, but heavy quarantine, um, when your body just stops and you realize probably how tired you are, um, how fast, like you just fill your life. So I've really been taking space to read more, to, um, uh, just to do things that are life giving to me specifically, um, as well as try to be very present to my family and to my siblings who are also quarantining and, and just trying to be present and helpful to them. So it kind of, it differs every day. There's some staples that I do, but I, I'm not too hard on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Which maybe some, yeah, right. Oh yeah. I'm like, maybe some people will think that's like just not having enough self-discipline and it can go into lack of self-discipline. So you have to be careful on that. But yeah, not putting pressure on yourself. Like no one knows how to survive a pandemic. We've never been through this. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah, for sure. Patient. Yeah. Yeah. Patience with self is so important. I know mm. when people are listening to this, it will have been um, quite a few episodes back, but um, one girl on Twitter just recently asked me if um, I could chat about um, just finding peace like inner peace and tranquility in the home and, you know, what that looks like, especially during our, uh, the season we're in now with, you know, the pandemics and the riots and all the fun stuff we're experiencing. Right. Gosh, Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So for sure, I definitely can understand that. Like we, we do get hard on ourselves in different seasons and we think we have to, you know, be up to a certain bar that like no one actually said we had to do. We just kind of feel like we do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Where do we get that? I have no idea. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exact. Yeah, that's really good. So youth ministry, um, did you say you're still doing that? Well, yes, but it's kind of weird. So I have, I have officially resigned from my job, but it's not effective till the end of July. (laughs) So, so I am still youth minister technically, but, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll officially close that chapter of my life at the end of July. And, um, yeah, which is it. And I decided that back at the end of January, like I officially made the decision. So before all the pandemic happened, before, you know, all this happened, um, I kind of felt very called to step into other things. And so I uh, had a lot of peace and then the whole pandemic hit and it was like, okay, is now the best time to be leaving like a, right. a relatively stable job, stable income, you know, and just, but I, I kept going back to that peace that um, just kind of flooded my soul when I, like made that decision and, and talked to my pastor about it and stuff. So I am a youth minister, but not for very long, uh, professionally, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Once a youth minister, always youth minister, right? I know. Yeah. Like I'm always, I'll always be a person of ministry. So whether I get paid to do that or not. So. 
Right. Are you moving into another ministry position or just doing something kind of different? Yeah, no, I'm actually um, moving to something different. I, I felt really called in the fall to take a sabbatical just from, even from Oods of Dudes, which I call the Oodles of Doodles, Oods of Dudes, um, <laughs> from ministry, from just taking a really big step back because, you know, this past year and in the past couple of years, you, like I said, you don't realize how tired you get or, or just burnt out. And um, I'm in a position where I'm able to kind of take a step back and take a sabbatical. Um, and I don't really know what taking a sabbatical means. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> figuring it out. Just an extended, I guess, period of rest, basically. Um, but eventually I felt really called to focus a lot of my energy and time into really intentionally growing the oodles of doodles. Um, and so I'm, I'm assuming it's going to look more like entrepreneur life of there's a lot of big dreams and a lot of big plans that the Lord has placed on my heart for this ministry that yeah. I really want to see to fruition and allow the Holy Spirit to work in that. And um, just realizing, you know, you can't give 100% to so many different things. So right. the Lord just open up possibilities. So there's no, which is kind of scary. Cause I remember growing up, like I was like, I was never the person to be like, yeah, I want to own my own business. Like I wanted a stable job. I wanted a stable income. Right. Like I wanted health benefits. And now that the Lord's asking me to move into this, very unknown realm. Um, talk about trust and talk about, uh, of course. Yeah. Oh, do you, do you trust me, Allie? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to look like a lot of different things in my life, but I'm excited and the Lord hasn't failed me yet. So giddy up, let's go. Come on. <laughs> wow. That's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's, excited. That's beautiful. And I think it's so important. Like that's just another thing that we do as humans, right? We place these limitations. Not only do we put pressure on ourselves, but we place these limitations on ourselves that mm. nobody actually ever put there. <laughs> I, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you exactly. look at other people. I know I have, and it's like, you hear their story of how they just did it, right? They just risked mm. and they did it and mm. they were successful. And still there's that fear, right? That Peter fear of walking on the water, even though the Lord's right there. And I know um, for me, actually, as we're talking, I'm like starting this tribe on my Patreon for girls to kind of enter into a group dynamic, um, kind of life coaching-esque. I, I want to kind of move in that direction to be a life coach. And so we're going to start um, in real time next month, but this will have been maybe a month ago, or maybe we're starting the actual thing now and we went through the trial. I don't know when this is being posted, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're starting, <Time> to tell. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really excited about it because the idea of just going out there and doing something and being creative with my time, I know is something I'm excited about. So I can only imagine like how you feel like I it's scary, that. but it's exciting and you get to evangelize through it because your oodles of doodles, which I will definitely, um, link in the show notes is, is a grace to people. It's a grace to see something mm -hmm. beautiful on your Instagram feed and something that is inspiring, right? There's been quotes that I pass through that, you know, just lift me up or that I can, mm -hmm. um, you know, go back to and favorite or whatever it might be. And yeah, yeah, I just think that there's so much grace that, and what a beautiful thing that it's a fruit of your prayer, right? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 That's, That's incredible. It's, um, yeah, I kind of, it, it, yeah, oh gosh, so many things are running through my head. But yeah, one of the reasons why I really wanted to take, or I really believe the Lord's asking me to do, is that I really have a passion for prayer. 
Um, cause I just, you know, in, in my time in youth ministry and even, you know, I, I speak at different places and conferences. So even in conversations with people online or in person, whatever, um, two things, one, I think the root of a lot of people's question for purpose in life or worth or dignity goes down to a basis. Well, do you know Jesus and mm-hmm. how, you know, Jesus is through prayer, um, and, and one of the beautiful things about the Catholic church is that there's no one way that you pray, but that, I mean, I even, I, uh, plot twist, I grew up Protestant. <laughs> um, and I mean, and now I've since entered the Catholic church, obviously, but, um, just trying to like the different expressions of the church and how there's so many different ways to pray and seek the Lord's heart and that, um, like that, I just have such a passion for that. And, and the fruit of everything that I pray that my life is, is from, from that relationship with God through prayer. Um, and so I had a really big struggle of having this platform. Um, and I didn't want it to just be pretty pictures anymore. Like I, I didn't, I wanted to go deeper and I really have a desire to teach people how to pray. And so a lot of the things I love that you're doing, like kind of like a group of, of more, um, not just something that, that people can just consume, 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 but now it's like, okay, let me teach you how to do the work and let me teach you how to really get your hands dirty and like enter into this apprenticeship of Jesus. Um, cause I think you can only be a bystander so long online, like whether you listen to podcasts or, or, you know, follow Instagram pages or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, YouTube pages, um, that there, there has to come a point where, well, does this actually like move you to do something? And, and that's what I really want to get at is to, um, take the oodles of doodles into more of a, well, let me just teach you how I do what I do. Can I teach you to do that? Because this is not like a, <laughs> Allie Hoffman has the reins on oods, like doodling and no one else can do it. But my prayer would be like, this is just the fruit of my prayer. So what, like, imagine what the fruit of your prayer could be. It doesn't have to be doodling. It could be so many other different things. Um, so that's at the heart of where I think the Lord is leading me. Like, I just have a desire to be like, do more in person or, you know, just more face-to-face discipleship um, and teaching people how to pray. And so I love that you're doing that with your community of people and like your tribe. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. And I, and I love, um, you know, what you were saying about it too, because you're right. Like prayer is just such a gift. And I think this podcast started with a desire of, you can only tell people how to pray so much. Like you can only tell them to pray so much, but a lot of people actually don't know how to pray. They don't know what that means. And so when we're talking to, um, different women and hearing their insight about this is what I do. It might not work for you, but guess what? In two or three episodes, you might get exactly what's going to work for you. And just hearing how people utilize that in their life. We just got through, um, as people are listening, we have just heard a series of consecrated virgins or people Mm -hmm. discerning that sharing their story. We've heard from mothers on our Advent series. We did an eight Beatitudes series and like just hearing these women come and share how prayer has graced their life. Um, and like Mm -hmm. you said, for you, it's built you this ministry that you can now, you know, leave your job with confidence and trust in the Lord (laughs) that he's going to make it work because you prayed about it. Like that's such a Mm -hmm. gift, Kelly. Yeah. And I, and I think too, some people will look at, well, that like it's for instance, if someone's looking at my page and be like, well, that's a really great way how you pray. I just can't do that. But like you said, like 
depending on your state of life, your prayer life is going to look so different and it's going to, it's going to um, flourish. And really there's going to be so many different fruits from your particular prayer life. So I love that you have different styles and ways to pray. And um, right now I'm reading, I'm actually rereading it because I finished it and I'm like, I have to read it again because that was super profound, but um, it's by Henry Nowen and it's called the way of the heart. And it's basically, um, like his, his talk on two modern ministers and he's speaking particularly to people who work for the church, but I just think in anyone doing any kind of ministry, whether you work for the church or not, um, on how to effectively evangelize. And, and he really takes, um, he like breaks down the spirituality of desert fathers. So, you know, in third century, second century, these early desert fathers and just the way that they pray and um, one line that I've been really, really just clinging to is that he says that com- or that prayer is not just conversation. And I'm always, I'm like guilty of saying prayer is just conversation with God. Like you just need to talk to him, you know, blah. I'm so guilty, but <laughs> Henry now and schooled me. And he was like, it, prayer is not just a conversation because that presupposes that you're going to get a response. And so for people who are just starting out in prayer, maybe they don't have a regular prayer life or they don't know where to start. If you say, you know, it's just conversation, then it can um, lead to maybe frustration or anger or disappointment when what if you don't hear the booming voice of God? Like, I don't think I've ever heard like, (laughs) you know, God's specific voice. And so he really, he, then he goes into um, prayer should really be about settling the heart and um, come from the heart. And so he gives different ways um, to do that. But I've really been reflecting on what does prayer even mean? And what does, um, what will it look like? And it's really changed my prayer life on how I communicate with God and how um, he communicates with me. And yeah, there's just so many different ways you can approach it. Yeah, definitely. Allie, thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. It's been such a grace to hear from you. I'm so excited for all the work God is doing in you and has done through you. Um, you are such a gift to not only just the world in general, but I know you've been to social media and I know you're going to continue to inspire so many women and probably men too. I don't know how that works, but definitely women <laughs> um, from the beauty that you produce. Like, I just thank mm. you so much. Mm. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I love it. I'm like, I've kind of resigned myself to be in the state of community over competition. So I love what you're doing and the tribe of people that you are specifically reaching. Like, I think that's such a gift um, to those women. So thanks for having me. I love it. For sure. Um, Ladies, before we close in prayer, I want to invite you over. I'm going to put a link to in the show notes below to our Patreon. If you want to hear more from Allie Hoffman and just hear a little bit more about her story and maybe where oodles of doodles came from or stem from in her prayer, how it's helped her grow spiritually, not only in that she shared it with people, but just the personal influence it's been on her life. Um, If you want to hear some advice from her on how to be the woman you're called to be um, through her own life experience and more, go ahead and click that link. And for as little as $2 a month, you can hear her episode as well as all of the bonus episodes we have from the past few speakers um, who've just shared some incredible insight that you are not going to want to miss. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we are going to close in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for the gift of Allie. I thank you for her incredible joy 
I thank you for the ability she has to relate to people through that joy um, and through the beauty that she offers the world. You have gifted her with many talents from her artistic talent, as well as her talent to be goofy and silly um, in the way that she relates to her family and her friends and the gift that that has been not only to her family and friends, but to the world. I thank you for all the ladies listening, and I pray that they were able to receive some insight from Allie on the beauty and the importance of prayer and how it can truly change your life when you're open to receiving the gifts from the Lord and how sometimes those gifts are scary or difficult or just uncertain. Um, But we remind ourselves, Lord, that you are good and you are doing good things for us and through us and in us. We praise you, Lord. We bless you and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Allie, I will see you over on the Patreon. Awesome. Sounds good.